You're listening to Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas. Alta McMaster, welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. Alta, last time you and I had any um, communications together was was during that wonderful campaign you launched. I think it was in 2013. It was together with um, a, a musician. It was 90 days, 90 shows, and it was activism against violence against women and children. I think we ended with 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 one one of the last. Um, Shows was was at Huddle Park, where we ended with a speech by General Sabir, where he told us about the Hawks' dedication to rooting out violence in communities, etc. What have you been doing since then, and what is the Epic Foundation all about five years down the line? Oh, a lot has happened in five years. So Epic stands for Empowering People in Crisis, and our main focus is to support survivors of rape and abuse. So we do this through various projects and initiatives. Our biggest one is the Comfort Pack Project, where we pack bags with various toiletry items, which is then used during the initial reporting phases. So these goes to um, all the net care hospitals over South Africa, to various crisis centers. We do not give them directly to police stations. We work with centers who work with the police stations like Lifeline, Childline, Teddy Bear Clinic, places like that. Our bags we do for um, women, for men, because yes, they are also raped, and then for children, for boys and girls. We then do counseling. We've got qualified registered counselors on board. We do support groups. Um, we do referrals for legal advice and court preparations. Um, and then important as well, we do self-defense classes for rape survivors and shelter ladies because if you're a victim of rape, your power was taken away from you. So by giving people self-defense, we're putting a bit of power back in their hands again. Um, and also for general members of the public, our sessions are open for them as well. We run one each one a month. We then also do skills development for shelter ladies. We call it our Step Up Project where we bring them in and we start with basic computer skills training, soft skills training. We help them prepare a CV and prepare for a job interview because I don't think people realize shelter ladies stay in a shelter for three to six months and then they have to leave. Most of them have never worked before, so they go back to where they came from. So it's this violent cycle and they end up back in the shelter system again. So we're trying to break that. Um, we then do other initiatives as well. The one day I was thinking, okay, we're doing everything around rape and abuse. I want to do something soft and fuzzy. So we started up a fairy godmother project. So we help boys and girls in the matric year where they do not have the financial means to afford an outfit. We then help them with an outfit. But through this project, we'll take Children come to our office on fitting days. They see our posters and banners, and they leave there with my number. And so many of them have called us afterwards where they needed help with rape and abuse. So in a way, the project does link in with what we do. It gives us access to those children so that we can provide help to them as well. It's heartbreaking taking into consideration how prolific um, rape and abuse is in South Africa because – we hear the horror statistics of what's reported, yet that's, that's minor in comparison to what's not reported. And it's not reported for a number of factors. It could be a relative. It could be somebody influential in the community. Um, it could be the stigma that's attached to it, etc. How do you address those that haven't reported it to the police? How would you get comfort care to those victims that most probably don't come to the fore through the traditional channels? Um, Chad, the reason I started Epic Foundation is because I am a rape survivor. 
um, when when it happened to me, I was too scared to come forward because I was scared about what people would say, what people would think, because there's so many stigmas attached to rape, even today. There's so many myths and truths, and people must make sure that they know the difference between the two because they can cause so much damage. So I do motivational talks, and I go out and I tell people, here I am, I stood up, I'm okay, you can stand up, you can get help, and you can get healing. Everyone deserves to get that healing. And we get a, through my talks, I get a lot of people who, who come up to, to get help and healing from us. So I do encourage people to speak up. Um, it might be daunting, but you deserve that healing. Alti, you spoke about the comfort um, kits that you give out, and that to me is also heartbreaking because we're now talking about people that are so marginalized by society, so poor, so destitute that when they've now suffered um, this horrendous attack, they may not necessarily have friends or family with the means and ends to buy them those necessities. What are in these comfort care packs, and where does the funding for these comfort care packs come from? Is it primarily corporate or is it primarily private? Um, it's primarily private. We're hoping for corporate. Um, we've got a few proposals out. Um, things that goes into the packs is your basic toiletries, face cloth, soap, toothpaste, toothbrush, shampoo, um, hair clips, clean underwear, very important, sanitary towels, um, tissues. Um, we put in a bottle of water, a sweet, uh, of course, our note of encouragement as well. There's a list of 16 items that goes into each bag. Obviously for children it's a bit different because we add in a bit more um, sweets and chips and a soft toy coloring in book crayons things like that. It's, it's a heartbreaking conversation to have. How many of these packs have been distributed since you've become involved with the foundation? Um, Chad, on average if we have a good year and we get enough funding in we distribute about 8,000 per annum. And that doesn't come anywhere near to the amount of reported rapes, let alone unreported rapes. Exactly, exactly. And are you concentrating on any specific areas at the moment? Um, look, mainly Gauteng, but through the netcare hospitals throughout the whole of South Africa. Now, a lot of people also will say to me, why the netcare hospitals? It's because if you are a survivor of a rape and you go to a trauma um, unit at a netcare hospital, the service is free of charge. You don't need a medical aid. And this is why we support netcare, because they're supporting survivors of rape. Now, how come this is the first time I'm hearing about that? It's on their website, but it hasn't been promoted openly. I think there is a bit of a scare that people would abuse the system and pretend they've been raped to get free medical attention. So I don't think they're really promoting it as much as it should be. I, however, would love to see the whole reporting moved away from police stations into the hospital so that we can get more people reporting. From a corporate social um, perspective, it's great what NetCare is doing and the fact that they do offer that. The fact that we don't know about it is of mm-hmm. concern because everything – I'm an investigator and everything comes down to timing. If somebody goes to a NetCare hospital, they will be seen to a hell of a lot quicker than if they go to a public hospital, um, mm-hmm. especially if they don't suffer severe external trauma. In other words, if they weren't severely assaulted during the rape, they'll be put down uh, much further in the line than people mm-hmm. from motor vehicle accidents, attempted murders, etc. So I think it's important that it gets communicated out there that there are other organizations. Have you spoken to any of the other private hospital groups? Are they looking at doing anything similar that you know of? Um, I'm not aware of them doing anything similar. I've so far only been working with the netcare hospitals.
Well, hats off to Netcare for this particular um, initiative, and let's hope the the other hospitals take cognizance of it. I myself am actually going to be sending out a challenge to the other hospitals. Um, that would be Life, Medicross, Mediclinic, and the others. And I think I'm going to be putting it on writing onto our various social media platforms because this is something that people don't take into consideration: is that a victim has been traumatized. Now they have to go to a public hospital and be re-traumatized because they may not be seen to for upwards of 24 hours, depending on which area they in and if that hospital has the facilities to cope. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss how you can help the Epic Foundation and Alta McMaster. You're listening to Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas. Welcome back to the show. We've got nowhere. We're sitting right here and we're discussing a topic that is, that is, it's absolutely heartbreaking, but it's a conversation that must be had. And it's what happens to victims after they have been raped. It may be a boy. It may be a girl. It may be a man. It may be a woman. Um, Ultimate Masters organization, the Epic Foundation tries by giving counseling, um, giving awareness lectures, giving self-defense, um, training, but more importantly, they give out what they call comfort packs. These packs are given out at net care hospitals who treat rape victims I believe after today's show for free um, I didn't know this previously but more importantly I want you as our listener to get involved what do you need from our listeners what do you need from the public at large to be able to expand this program Alta look funding is always an issue we always need funding or we need donations of the items that we put into the comfort packs um, on my website there is a list of the items that goes into every pack so people are welcome to go and have a look at the website and besides just money and content item donations we also need volunteers because we bring people to our offices to help us pack the bags tag the bags get them ready for distribution and also with dropping off at some of the centers because sometimes centers can pick up and sometimes they can't so we need quite a lot of support um, with the comfort pack project our biggest need at the moment is to get in donations of content items what content items are the most important that you're looking for the most important we're looking for is underwear because that's unfortunately become quite expensive so we don't get as many donations as we used to and i hate using the disposable underwears for the, the purpose i would like to have proper underwear um, so we have been trying to reach out to manufacturers but we haven't had luck getting donations in um, so at the moment we are buying where we can, looking for cheaper prices and everything. But if there's someone out there who can help us. And then other items we struggle with is um, deodorant, um, roll-on or spray, and funny enough, face cloths as well. Um, we struggle to get a lot of donations of face cloths. With government now beginning to roll out free sanitary towels for um, school-going children, etc., will you be able to tap into that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if government will support me because I'm registered as a non-profit company with a commissioner of intellectual properties. I'm not registered through social development because I have approached them before for assistance and they rejected it because I wasn't registered with social development. Although... Um, I supply them free of charge with comfort packs because my packs goes to all the Tutuzela care centers, to Gauteng Health. So they do receive donations free of charge from the Epic Foundation. 
For those listeners that don't know, your NPO Section 21 non-profit organizations are now known as NPCs, non-profit companies, but they're still very much the same. Can you still issue um, a tax certificate yes. for donations? Yes, I can. I can issue 18A certificates. We've got Level 1B certification as well. So if there's any corporates wanting to support us. There's absolutely no excuse for you not to get involved. This is the kind of charity and organization that a lot of people have been looking for because it means you don't have to physically give up your time if you can rather give resources. Please visit the Epic Foundation website. Alta is going to be giving all the particulars, but this is something that is, is so heartbreaking that these little kids, um, even these women that are, are, are victims of abuse are landing up in hospital and they don't even have the basics to walk out of that hospital with. And this is your chance to make a difference. Alta, how does the public get hold of you? Um, they can email me. My email address is info at epicfoundation.org.za or they can go to my website www.epicfoundation.org.za. Before we, we, we take a break, I need you to tell me about your latest initiative involving mm-hmm. other charities. I noticed you posted something on social media very recently, which is why I decided to get in contact with you, where you welcomed other organizations to come to a meeting to have their voice heard where you give them the opportunity. Is this for you to guide them? What is the, 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 the purpose behind this? Um, Charities for Change actually started about four or five years ago by, with, by a lady with the name of Corin Landy. Um, I took it over from her. Now, what Charities for Change is, it's networking functions for non-profits over the Gauteng province. And my idea with pushing this forward is that we in the non-profit sector, it's so difficult to run a non-profit. You, you have constant struggles and battles. We all have gone through it. So it makes sense for us to stand together and share with each other those experiences, help with advice, so it's so that we can support each other, especially those who work in the same line of work, so that we can join forces, because if we join forces, our Our service to the communities will be so much greater. And who knows, maybe we can, as a joint force, approach government and get extra support for non-profits in our country. Um, I started four years back with 10 organizations. We've now got just over 150 organizations registered on Charities for Change. And all of those are NPCs? Um, The NPOs, NPCs, all of them. That's incredible. There's over a hundred different organizations that you're now supporting. And the, 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 the beauty is, is that it's, it's almost peer to peer advice. It's helping that organization become registered, showing them the ropes, making sure that they, they're compliant and making sure that the proceeds reach those that are the most needy. Absolutely. And we've got a WhatsApp group as well set up where we've all loaded. And during our day-to-day working, if we face a challenge and we don't know what to do, we post questions and we all help each other. And it's been absolutely amazing to see how nonprofits stand up and support each other. It's been quite a journey seeing the change that we can make when we stand together. Can our listeners who are involved with nonprofits contact you on the, on, on the same as the, as the other email address? Yes, yes. They can. So if you're involved in a charity, you want to be uh, more compliant, you want to know more about it, you want to assist or, or do like, like um, um, Alta has suggested, you know, power in numbers, you can contact her via info at epicfoundation.org.za. Alta, thank you so much for joining me today. 
Thanks, Chad. And I look forward to having you back on air soon when we hopefully will have a very big sponsor in studio that we can be thanking for um, for their support <laughs> of, of the Epic Foundation. So I hope one of those listeners out there knows somebody. Remember what we're looking for. We're looking for face cloths. We're looking for... Um, deodorant, toothpaste, we're looking for sanitary pads, we're looking most importantly for underwear, sweets, cold drinks, water, that type of thing. And let's, let's try and make a difference. These people have been through a very, very traumatic episode in their life and this just goes a very little way in helping them, but in their minds it's a very big way in terms of the healing process. Thank you, Alta. Thanks, Jade.